This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Bentoria.com. That's B-E-N-T-O-R-I-A.com. And a very warm welcome to the Wednesday Wembley Week, the Sheffield Wednesday Wembley podcast. You have no idea how much I've been practicing that. Um, I'm Lord Hillsborough, and with me on the line, first of all, we have Jamesy. Yeah, James, your boy. Do you know what? I am not going to lie to you. I am sat here now, literally cradling, hugging, if you will, my Wembley tickets that arrived today. They are not going to leave my eyesight between now and and Saturday, even for a second. I'm going to, which animal is it that sleeps with one eye open? I'm going to learn how to do that tonight. <laughs> it's a brand new perversion, especially for you, Jay. Oh boy. And uh, we've got Victoria. Hello there, my darling. Good evening, my lord. I have staff line in a very, very safe place. Um, they, oh. are in, they are in my bedroom. <laughs> so, Thank goodness. So there's, there's no yeah. fuckers going to get older then. So they are safe. It's fine. We are going to Wembley. Can they see the North Stand from where they are? <laughs> no, no. Uh, they can't see it because they're in my bedroom, not the attic. And oh, if they sorry. Could, sorry. Yeah, they, they will be able to see the North Stand. But no, from my bedroom, all I can see is that little bit of like crowbar stuff. And that's not too exciting. And we've got Rich Davies. Hi there, Rich. You're being... Good evening, my lord. Um, yeah, I'm very. Just said I'm very like much like a, a cat on a hot tin roof tonight. I'm my my tickets are somewhere in a post office currently. So tomorrow I will be um, tackling the post uh, master at Crosspool. <laughs> and there. Uh... <laughs> no, got... I've just told everyone where my tickets are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we all your name and your address and your postcard and your name. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got Eddie Yellow there, Real B. 
That's what I go to Wembley for with flags from the Owls mega store. Players we've had plenty, but not like Jack Hunty. That's what I go to Wembley for. That's what Yay! I go to Wembley for. <laughs> Listen, I apologize on any other Owls uh, uh, Wednesday week podcast uh, the day after we've qualified for the flipping playoff final. I'd have been there. I'm sorry I wasn't there. I, I was going to see Busted. I'm really sorry, but Busted are almost as important to me as Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> so, look, you know what? I'm here now and I'm giddy. I am giddy. Did you did you really call us the Owls Talk podcast during that? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, well, maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> One big happy podcasting family. Uh, right then, ladies and gents, so let's crack straight on because we've got quite a lot to get through and... Um, First of all, we've been uh, sort of contacting the uh, the great and good over the social media world and, and a few podcasting chums and uh, a, a, a smattering of celebs here and there as well. And to get everybody in the mood, um, here's a few good luck messages for the boys. Starting with friend of the podcast, James Kay. So here it is, boys. After a season of highs and lows, we've come to this. We've all got some great memories so far from this season. So just 90 minutes to go. Give it your all, make us proud, take us back to where we belong. 40,000 crazy Wednesday nights screaming you on over that line. All the best, boys. Come on, you blue and white wizards. How's it going Wednesday week, guys? Uh, this is Joe Cran, uh, Yes We Cran on Twitter um, from South Africa. Uh, I'm just getting myself ready for my flight. Looking forward to it. Can't wait to get to Wembley and stick my, my Wednesday shirt on. Good luck to the boys, whatever happens, it's been a great season and uh, I'll be going with my dad and my granddad, it doesn't really get much better than that. Louis Shackshaft here from Shoot Football Magazine. Just wanted to wish everyone at Sheffield Wednesday the best of luck on Saturday. Please make me the happiest man alive at 7pm. Come on Wednesday. Hello everyone, this is Rob O'Neill, a massive Sheffield Wednesday supporter and also the club commentator on Wednesday Player HD along with John Pearson for all the home games. I can't believe we're going to Wembley. It's going to be a fantastic occasion and a great experience and one which I hope will end in success for the Owls like he did of course at Cardiff's Millennium Stadium back in 2005 for the League One prize. But this of course is so much more. It's a chance to get back to the top flight where Wednesday rightly belongs. It's been far too long in the wilderness come on wednesday we can do it we're all wednesday aren't we this is Eve from swfc evo just wishing sheffield wednesday the best of luck in the playoff final against Hull on saturday see you there paul Pashley, i'd just like to say a massive massive well done to sheffield wednesday reaching uh, the playoff final uh, i'm sure that uh, we're destined for the big time and we're going to absolutely annihilate the opposition we're all wednesday aren't we Hi everyone, I'm Andy. I've been a Wednesday fan all my life. I've seen some good, some great, some bad and some ugly. I've witnessed some amazing players like Waddle, Hurst, Dicanio, Sunday League performers like Armstrong, Bess Weatherick and Graham Grace-Ashurst. But this Saturday promises to be the highlight of everything. Good luck Wednesday. Keep us all dreaming. Hi, it's Clanky Clark from the Cop End Facebook Forum. You deserve your right to play next week, lads. You've been brilliant all season. Thanks ever so much. Come on. One last push. Hello, it's Edward from Vital Wednesday. Just want to say thank you to everyone this season who has used our site. Carlos really did have a dream and this Saturday we can achieve it. So on three, one, two, 
free. Come, Come on, on Wednesday. Wednesday. Hi there, it's David Garrido from Sky Sports here. Message to Carlos and the boys. Just one more big performance. We're almost there. Give them nothing, take from them everything and leave it all out there on that Wembley pitch. We're in blue and white and we're going to do everything we can out in the stands to make it feel like we are at Hillsborough. Cannot wait until kickoff. Good luck. Hey, Wednesday week as Matt and Shoria got a bit of a sore throat because of all the excitement of the last few weeks. And I just hope next time I hear you lovely lot talking about Sheffield Wednesday, we're talking about a Premiership team and we all have a nice day out of Wembley and uh, since the old Arsenal game it was one of the best nights of my life it's just been getting better and better everything's been a bonus but now it seems a bit real belief is all peace, love and tea see you next time hello Wednesday Weekers this is Paddy at the New York Owls just want to say a massive up the Owls and good luck to everyone in the team and the squad for Saturday oh I'm a Wednesdayite I'm a bloody Wednesday I'm a Wednesday in New York. I'm Billy Grant and I'm from Brentford fanzine Besotted. And last January, we came down to Sheffield and we asked the question, who is the top dog in Yorkshire? You're in our territory, so please behave yourselves, boys and girls. Have yourself a good drink and have yourself a bit of a laugh. We'll say fair play to you Wednesday. We had a brilliant laugh when we came up. So I hope you have a great time when you come to London. May the best team win. But obviously, you're going to show us who really is the top dog in Yorkshire. So let's see on Saturday. Have a good one. Terry from Owls Online here. Um, just want to wish Carlos and the boys and everybody all the best for this weekend. It's been one hell of a season. And let's hope that on Saturday night, we're all toasting a new Premier League team called Sheffield Wednesday. Good luck, everybody. Hi, it's Martin Ware from Heaven 17 here. Terribly excited about getting to Wembley. Um, I was at Brighton and the Hillsborough game. I think we are going to give Hull a very, very good run for their money. Um, it's a pity I've not got time to do a record for the uh, Wembley thing. I haven't got time. It's just too quick. But um, as you know, I did, if it's Wednesday, it must be Wembley in the past, uh, in 93. And I've also done stuff in 86 and 91 as well. Um, but I'm going there with my son this year, Gabriel, and lots of my friends, and we are all thrilled to be there, and we're going to out-sing Hull, and we're going to do this thing. The other interesting thing is that I've got a gig on the same day, so I'm going to have to leave to travel to the gig but, uh, via motorbike to Isha in Surrey at half-time, so I'm only going to see the first half, but I'm just thrilled that I get to go there at all. So, come on Wednesday. We're on our way, we're on our way To the Premier League, we're on our way How we're going to get there, I don't know How we're going to get there, I don't care All I know that Wednesday's on our way Come on Wednesday, we can do this. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. How fantastic are those? I mean, if you're a player, sat in the dressing room, clearly they're going to play this to the players just before they go out on the Wembley pitch. How much is that going to G you up? Do you know what? Off the back of that, screw the players. I'm so pumped now, I'm going to do a one-man pitch invasion and score five goals myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just want to marry James Kay. How amazing was that? I'm like, I've got all the feels right now. I've got goosebumps. Like, 
James <laughs> K has just set me going for Wembley. Seriously, James <laughs> K has turned me. And, you know, I would have a full a full year on this podcast, then I would be uh, like eighty eight percent homosexual. But as it happened, <laughs> it was only eighty three before James K started speaking, and now that's it. I want James K's babies. I'll put and it now out you've there. heard about his tan as well. Apparently, he's really tan. So oh, my days. better and better. Yes. Tan is it? Is it a tan or is it a bit? A bottle. Is it redder, Jay? Yeah. <laughs> redder red Johnson. Probably. It was redder Jay is that's Reader Johnson. I hate to use the phrase that's been banned, but at the Wolves match, um, oh. it was he was he was a he was a bit on the third side. I'm sure it's now nicely toasted into a lovely uh, a lovely tan colour. Uh, but no, we would like to thank everybody that, that spent the time to, to to send us a message. We did ask for sort of ten to fifteen second messages. And we got them <laughs> off the vast majority of people. You know, really, really appreciate everybody that sent one. And um, to, to really get your juices flowing, um, long-term listeners to this podcast will recognise this next voice. We have podcasting royalty for you, ladies and gents. Hold on to your asses for this one. Hi there, this is Beastie, and I just want to say Wow. What a season, what a fantastic season. You, the players at Sheffield Wednesday, have done us proud all the way through this season. Of course, I never doubted it for a minute. I always knew you could do it, always had faith. There were some along the way who didn't have the same faith as me, but not me. I stood strong, I was behind you all the way. Well done, well done to the players and to the staff and these fans deserve it. We deserve this. More than anybody we deserve this. Do us proud on Saturday. Well done for getting to the final, but do us even more proud on Saturday. Really hammer it home. Bring it home to us. Do not leave anything behind. Bring every last drop of energy out of your soul. Leave nothing behind. We certainly won't whether we are in the stands or whether that people are at home watching on the telly. We will be behind you. We will be singing from the rafters. We will be shouting and we will be giving everything. We will run with you for every ball. We will head every ball. We will stretch every sinew to reach every single ball. Make sure you do the same. Do not leave anything behind on that pitch because if you do, you will regret it. We have faith in you. We have faith in the Wednesday players, the Wednesday team. We love you and we will be behind you no matter what. Bring it home. Come on, bring it home on Saturday. Make this a famous weekend for all of us. There he goes. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Steve. Wow. You know what? Fruit bags have been dropped. <laughs> that, that's, that's unbelievable. That, that actually, that makes everything we've done this season worthwhile. Hearing those dulcet tones once again. Please, ladies and gents, never ask Beastie for a 10 to 20 second message for good luck. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> that was how this podcast started. Was uh, wasn't it just you saying to Beastie? Can he, can he give us a 10 second review of the last home game, please? <laughs> and of course, if you would like to hear Beastie back on this podcast, chuff in, tell him, say, Oi, you get your ass back over there because I'd be. Oh, over the moon. Um, right, so yeah, we're all pumped up for Wembley. Uh, it, 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 it is incredible. Um, 
we could go over the games. We've been through the games, etc., etc. Let's just enjoy this bit. Before we get on to the enjoying bit, there has been the tickets bit, hasn't there? Now, of course, it wouldn't be Sheffield Wednesday if there wasn't issues, shall we say, with the tickets. And I don't think it could have been done a fairer way, could it? Not only could it not have been done a fairer way, actually, we made the smartest decision ever. The club made the smartest decision ever of putting it all on sea tickets. So, right, so sea tickets are a company who are used to dealing with the demand for Taylor Swift tours, One Direction tours, Glastonbury, yeah. Paul yeah. Denan off of Hollyoaks, all of these <laughs> mega stars. Right? That's, that, whoa, hang no, on. Paul Denan. So, literally, the only the only other organisation that is bigger than than concerts like that is Sheffield Wednesday FC. So quite rightly, the club handed it over to see tickets. And you know what? Not only did the club get the uh, the, the priority banding right to make sure that fans could get tickets in a fair and equitable manner, but also the system bloody worked amazingly. You know, people were in there, get the tickets, put the credit card details in, two minutes. Bish, bash, bosh, all done. They could then check on the site whether the tickets have been dispatched and people have been receiving their tickets over the last 24 hours. That is an amazing system and it has worked incredibly. I can tell you that some of my mates who are Hull fans are still struggling even to get onto the bloody Ticketmaster website <laughs> for one of their tickets. And they can get about 20 at a time on general <laughs> sale. They're literally giving tickets away for free in packets of full flakes. It was great, wasn't it? Like I logged on the minute I could. I got I got five hundred and twenty points. So I was one day behind you guys. But I literally logged on. Boom, boom, boom. Four um, user IDs in. Four postcodes in. Done. Sorted. Absolutely brilliant. I've never known anything like it. Like I've queued for take that tickets for Jay Z tickets for Justin Bieber tickets. Stop, stop, stop talking. You're digging a hole. <laughs> No, but I've never known anything as easy. It was brilliant. Like, straight away, it was like, right, boom, there's your seats, there's your confirmation, there's your tracking number, off you go. And they arrived today. It was wonderful. Well, I've, I've queued for Disney on Ice. Um, I've queued for uh, um, CBeebies at um, at the arena. Um, <laughs> what about just, after just you had children? <laughs> God damn, <laughs> rumbled. <laughs> no, no, I thought it was... I mean, we had a bit of fun with one of the guys that... Uh, Give us the wrong postcode, which didn't help, and we had to run around for a couple of hours. But we, we were all sorted, you know, really quickly. And it's just—I think the way the, the club's done it, you cannot fault them. Even if you've been to one game, you had a—you were, you were on a priority before the general sale. And I just think that's—it's absolutely spot on. And so I, there, there are some people that have missed out, haven't haven't there? And so, do we think that those people have a fair shout when they're saying, "Hang on a minute, I haven't got tickets. You know, this hasn't been fair to me." I, well, this this reminds me of um, the. Um, Going to take you back now, actually, to the last time we were at Wembley in '93. And if anyone's still got the season review video, our club secretary at the time, who was called something Mackerel, Graham Mackerel, Graham Mackerel, Mackerel, sorry, Mackerel Codface, something like that. Um, <laughs> and he did an interview where he said, "Look, when when you've got." 38,000 tickets or whatever it is, and you've got 45,000 people that want to get a ticket, then the people that get a ticket will say it's a good system and the people that don't get a ticket will say it's a rubbish system. And there's absolutely no way around that other than sitting two people on a seat. You can't get around the fact that there are going to be some people that didn't get a ticket. And I think that you would hope, by the way they've done it, that the people that haven't got a ticket are 
probably not people that have been to that many games this season and can't really complain about it. And and if there are people that have been to a lot of games that maybe have paid on the gate or um, have done it under someone else's ID, then it's not a very nice way of learning it. But there's a lesson learned there for, for people about making sure that you, you get your points. It is difficult, isn't it? I mean, we're all Wednesday, aren't we? And, and everybody wants to be at this game. I, I absolutely understand it. But it, it, it is heartbreaking for, for people that, that don't have those tickets. And, and it, it really is sort of Charlie and Chocolate Factory-esque, isn't it? And they are literally golden tickets. Um, so, yes, obviously, we're all happy because the tickets are there that we need. But my heart does break for the people that don't have them because I absolutely understand what that's like as well. It does. And good. as well, there are people like my friend John um, today. He wanted to take his little brother um, and his little brother has only been on his season ticket all year, so his little brother's got no points, so he had to wait until general sale. He's had a t- season ticket like, what, 5, 10, 15, 20 years, something like that, and he had to wait until then. And so, like, we were on tenterhooks today, like, oh, my God, is he going to get a ticket? Like, what if he doesn't? And But he didn't want to book one, obviously, without his little brother getting one. So that's it's always tough, but like, like James said, you, this is the point that we all go, oh, crap yeah let's all book on separate ids in future and that's you know it's crap but that's what happens unfortunately but there are plenty of tickets in the whole end if anyone wants to go down to their away <laughs> fans bar yeah, like, you know, they're, 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 so they're selling out. they're selling the tickets uh, to anyone but apparently uh, you have to have a hull address you've got to give a hull address so to make sure there's no wednesday fans infiltrating so um it's a top tip if you want to go down there, I've scoped out some addresses. If you go up there and say, um, my name is Dave Hull and I live at 10 Hull Road in Hull, then you're sorry. You get those tickets. So, uh, yeah, so job done. Um, looking at the slightly lighter side of the um, the ticket situation over the last few days, and I know there's some people that don't like this, but um, we have had a new um, fake Twitter account which has kept us entertained <laughs> during those hard oh moments. <laughs> which is so the official it's SWFC tickets is the official account, and the um, the parody account has been set up. It's exactly the same, but without the S on the end, so it's SWFC ticket. Um, and I was looking through earlier, trying to find ones that weren't either rude or contained swearing that I could read out. Um, and really struggled. Impossible. The only one I could find was, was one from this morning, which just read, Morning, tickets have made general sale with roughly 6,000 remaining. We're having gladiator battles from 9am to determine who gets one. <laughs> and uh, it's just been stuff like that. So anyone that sent a tweet to the official account has got a reply from this parody one, basically saying, oh, you're a bit stupid and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's kept me entertained. It's been quite funny. I imagine for the people that have had replies, it's been very annoying. Um, I and absolutely... I imagine the club aren't happy about it, but it's been, <laughs> it has been so funny. There was one guy that tweeted him like, oh, can you let me know my ID number or something? He just replied saying, hi, John, can't be arsed, sorry, lol. Yeah, <laughs> CBA lol. Yes. And then, no, the, the one immediately, like five minutes after that, the exact same question, I don't, don't know my ID, can you check the database? And he just came back with, can I finish my croissant first? <laughs> Whoever set that up, you're an absolute genius. That is brilliant. No, it is incredible. And, and it's just a shame that it... it it probably won't last very long, which is, is, is heartbreaking. And I'll be honest with you, I am gutted that I didn't think of it myself, <laughs> even though I know it's annoyed some people. But no, fantastic. Absolutely brilliant, brilliant stuff. Uh, the other thing it's worth mentioning about the tickets as well is there's been a lot of uh, Wednesdayites mentioned that obviously because of the, the one ID, one ticket thing, they might be sat on their own or, or, or not with their friends, if you like, on there. I 
put a play out there right now. If there anybody is on their own, just tell the people around you. We need to go there as one great big voice. I can't see any Wednesdayite being on their own while they're surrounded by 40,000 other Wednesdayites. This is... This is a perfect, literally the perfect time for we're all Wednesday, aren't we? So please, if you are going, I've seen a lot of people on the Todd and things like that, just get involved with the people next year. I Honestly, it's going to be absolutely incredible. Lots of random hugging. Yeah, random <laughs> Sorry. hugging. Random Let hugging. me take you back to 2005. So uh, the Cardiff, uh, Millennium Stadium, Sheffield Wednesday against Hartlepool, etc. So this is before the internet. And uh, because of certain uh, bad life decisions I made, I couldn't afford a season ticket that season. So I was with the, uh, I think it was about 15,000 Wednesday fans that queued up on the day of general sale outside Hillsborough. This is before internet sales and all that sort of business when, you know, people still bought the green and all that kind of thing. So, um, I rocked up to Hillsborough at 4.30 in the morning, got in the queue. I wasn't by any means the, the first in the queue. I was still about two hours from the front of the queue when I turned up. So I got talking to basically everyone around me. And by the time we all got tickets, I basically had about 50 friends for life. and ended up meeting them all for drinks before the game, taking over Cardiff sitting with them because, you know, we all got our tickets at the same time and they were just handing them out in rows, etc. I had the best day of all time. So I would seriously urge anybody who's who got a ticket on their own, people are going to be so buzzing for what this is, what this day represents, that you are going to make friends for life if you happily just talk to the person next to you. And um, you know what? If you are a cute girl or a cute boy, then you may just find the love of your life there as well. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, so block 231, row two, I'm there. I may have a big forehead, block but I've got working testicles. So. The love of your life, Eduardo. Hey. I was going to say, anyone that is sat on their own, if they um, if they go to Twitter and see the handy info uh, graphic that I created the other day, very high tech, you'll be able to see how close you are to your favourite podcaster. So you can maybe go and say hello to them. And also, if you're not close to your favourite podcaster, you can go and talk to Fudge. <laughs> Fudge. Fudge is in the East Riding's end of Wembley, yeah, <laughs> not Yorkshire. East Riding. Oh no. Jeeves, we're going to need some more equipment. Then you need to speak to Oddballs, a speciality. What the? Oddballs, a speciality dealing steel, food, and engineering equipment. Where is that voice coming from? We offer great deals on all types of equipment and can include dismantling, delivery, and erection anywhere in the world. Did he just say erection? We can also buy your surplus equipment or sell it on commission. With over 30 years' experience, let us achieve the best deal for you. Where can I find out more of Voice in the Sky? Go to www.bentoria.com. You heard him, folks. Jeeves, get a broom. Uh, right, so of course, um, obviously, the podcasters will be heading down to Wembley. Um, I, I, I believe you've got chapter. Are you training? Are you driving? Are you, are you, what are you doing before? Sorry, I'm going down on the Friday. We should get into London about midday. And then we're going into central London. Like, we are staying in Wembley um, at the Novotel. If anyone wants to come say hi, I'll be with Babs. Woo! What what room number are you? Uh, I I don't know that (laughs) until I check in, unfortunately. Can you see Um, the south stand of Wembley from your hotel room? I I don't think so, because it's not that close. Uh, But who knows? So I shall be with my mum and my dad and my 
uh, friend, Alistair, and um, we shall be in the Novotel, but Ooh. then we shall also be, shut up. We shall also be in central London all day Friday, and then we are meeting Edward woo, about 8 o'clock on Friday night, and then we'll be around Covent Garden, and then on the Saturday, Eddie knows where we're going. We don't know. We're just going to follow Eddie, wherever he says. Yes, I should probably pick up from here then, shouldn't I? So, um, yeah, so as Vic says... Uh, central London, uh, a, a lot of Wednesday fans are going to turn up. They're going to go, wait a minute, I don't know anything about London. Where am I going to head? Uh, Trafalgar Square. Everyone's going to go to Trafalgar Square. Uh, we're going to smash lot up there, get on the fourth plinth, probably put Carlos <laughs> on there. Um, ride, a, ride a lion. Yes, yeah, I'm going to ride a lion. Oh, I'll give a shit. <laughs> Um, and so, like Covent Garden, time? everyone's going to be around there. You're gonna, it, we're gonna be mobbed up. There's going to be solid Wednesday there. That's no problem. Friday night is going to be all wet. Um, on the day itself, right? And this is official, top secret podcast business. All right. So if you're listening to this, uh, put your headphones on. Uh, you know, close the windows of your car. It's important that, that the mass of Wednesday fans don't get to hear this. But what we were thinking was, a lot of pubs have been designated as Wednesday pubs. And a lot of pubs have been designated as whole pubs. And a, there's a lot of fans coming down who aren't uh, really familiar with London. They're just going to head for the pubs that they find, especially in like the major areas and on the way to Wembley and around Wembley. So I got my thinking cap on. I thought, where are people not going to be? Ah, they're not going to be going past Wembley unless they go wrong like Beastie. You're going to end up in, uh, where was it? Where did he end up on the bloody Swanscombe. coast? Swanscombe. Bloody Chuffin Swanscombe. So, so we're all meeting in Swanscombe. No, 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 we're not. We're, uh, <laughs> so we're, we're going to go past Wembley, right? And we're going to go to a place called Kingsbury, which is one stop past Wembley on the, uh, the Jubilee line, okay? And at Kingsbury, they have a pub known as a Weatherspoons. And I think pre- people are pretty familiar with Weatherspoons. The two good things about Weatherspoons is, number one, the beer's cheap, and number two, they're generally pretty big. So we're going to form up in this Weatherspoons at Kingsbury called JJ Moons, right? And it's going to be the sort of pub where, A, you can get served because it's not too full. B, you can get somewhere to sit because it's not too full. And C, we're taking it over because we're all weds and we're going to have a right old sing song. The Atmos is going to be spot on and you get the chance to meet all the Wednesday week crew. So I get involved. If you ask somewhere to go, Kingsbury, JJ Moons, boss. JJ Moons. JJ Moons. Is, is Jermaine Johnson going to be there with his arse out? Yes. <laughs> it's Jermaine Johnson and Alfie Moon from EastEnders. They own it. It's co-owned. Um, the... I hate I to break it to you. I'm not going to be there. Boo! I was going to say, there's only going to be me and Eddie there. No, no, no. Fudge, Fudge will turn up there, guaranteed. Will he? Pretty, will he? He's pretty, not I don't think he will because my, my rival group... <laughs> My rival group contains Lee Peacock, so wherever Lee Peacock goes, Dan Fudge goes. Yeah, to be fair, he's his bagman, isn't he? So yeah, he'll be yeah, he'll be carrying around his shopping trolley and whatnot. So if you're not coming to Kingsbury to be part of the Kings, mm. where are you? Where are you going to be, James? For those that don't want to come all the way out past Wembley and go further north. Well, I'm one of those people that's not coming down the day before because I, um, I'm going to say made that mistake. And I say that with kind of, you know, inverted commas. Um, but I did that in Brighton and found myself with a big hangover then on match day. So I thought, right, I'm, I'll come down on the day. So I'm on the half seven train from Sheffield. 
I don't have reserved seating, but I am quite elderly. So if anyone would like to give up their seat for me, just drop me a message on Twitter. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we're getting into King's Cross, St Pancras at uh, about half past nine. So we're going to grab some breakfast and then we are staying in Euston, which is about 15 minutes from King's Cross. So we're going to take a nice stroll um, down there, drop our bags off at the hotel. And then we're meeting up with a few people, some of whom you will know, um, Andy Parsons, who's been on the podcast before, uh, my friends who haven't been on the podcast but get mentioned every every week so tom and john and mark uh, otherwise known as uh, robert redford and uh, i believe that lee peacock will be joining us possibly a few other people possibly uh, rob o'neill from wednesday player i think might be coming for one and a few others as well so we're all meeting in in houston we're gonna have some drinks around there and then it's 15 minutes on the tube um so it's a proper mini pub crawl from 11 until half past two uh, we're going to be drinking in Houston, then on the tube through to Wembley for three o'clock. And then I believe, hopefully, meeting you fine people, our um, rendezvous Our rendezvous time is half past three in a half fan park somewhere outside Wembley. Um, and, um, yeah, we'll drink some more beer and um, get very excitable. Half past three, look for the muffs. That's, that should be some sort of campaign we that we have now. It's like half past three, look for the muffs. <laughs> Much like James, I'll, uh, I'll be... Travelling down on a Saturday morning as well. I'm I'm leaving at six because I fully intend on making a, an absolute full day of it. Um, but we're parking up in Reading of all places. That's a I long have, walk. Uh, that, you know, that's a long walk. It is a long walk. It's a bit of a walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we have a, my, my good friend Rory lives in Reading, and we're um, we're dossing on his floor that night basically. And then we're just heading into Wembley whatever time we get there. So uh, probably JJ Moons to meet Ed. I would have thought. Um, and, and Vic and uh, <laughs> yeah, green, green, a green, maybe the green man who knows but that would probably be rammed um, and then into the fan park would it be easy for you to stay in one of the tents rather than go all the way back to Reading that's Possibly. a much shorter walk then isn't I'm it not, just bring, just bring a sleeping thought, I'm not, I'm bag I'd not thought Pitch of that up, just turn up and go look I'm Wednesday I'm sleeping here sod off I, I think that's that, a good point actually can I just point out right I've put an elf talk tonight so don't use any other forums but I put out who is staying where, and nobody, apart from one person, is staying in the Novotel. So if nobody else is, Rich, come and like pitch a tent outside because otherwise it's going to be full of all fans. <laughs> so if anyone is, desperate. let us know. <laughs> uh, but if not, can Rich have your room, please, just so it's not so <laughs> weird that it's just me, and my mum, and dad just in the Novotel. Yeah, I'll come and doss on somebody's floor in the Novotel. I'm not, I'm not that fussy. <laughs> Apparently, I've heard that about you, Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> read, it, read it on the bog wall, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, of course, if you are in any of those places and you do see uh, one of our illustrious podcasting friends waving their muffs about, please do go and say hello. And uh, we will all be using the uh, TWW um, podcast twitter feed as well so if you're not um unfortunately down there in wembley please do keep it on the feed um i'm sure we'll all be trying to keep everybody involved that hasn't been able to get down there that's essentially what we're here for isn't it ladies and gents so um and, and i won't I'll, I'll just be getting pissed i'm gonna be honest <laughs> i won't I, i'm probably not even gonna take my phone with me sod it and please do please do send us photos, photos on the day because we'll uh any photos we get, we'll retweet those out as well. Absolutely, absolutely. We, we want to make this as, as, as fun and as inclusive as we possibly can. It's going to be fantastical. Um, right, so uh, next thing on the agenda. Um, now, I must admit, James has done the running order this evening, and it says on here, um, outfits and accessories. Yeah, um, it, it does, I don't it know does what make you mean. sense. <laughs> the outfit thing is... 
Because I want to know if other people do what I do, because I wore... So for the for the home leg of the Brighton semi-final... Um, oh, I, it's this bloody white hoodie, isn't it? I took a risk. I wore a new hoodie <laughs> that I'd bought the week before. And everyone in the pub where I went, oh, I've got a new hoodie on, everyone went, what are you thinking? What are you thinking wearing that for a game like this? And obviously we won, so I had to wear it for the away leg, uh, which also we got the result that we needed. So now I have to wear exactly the same um, hoodie, same jeans, same shoes as I wore for both semi-finals. I have no choice. I've just, pants. I've got, I've got to wear that. Pants um, too, I guess. Yeah, pants too. I've not washed them, so you know they, they brought good luck hey, for the first two legs. <laughs> might might smell a bit, yeah. but I doubt I'm going to get lucky, so it's probably not going to be a problem. But, um, anyway, does anyone else do that? Is anyone else that? Because yes. I, I, yes. I think I am yes. seriously yeah. superstitious. Yeah, yeah. I used I used to have a pair of back going back to the nineties when we were Wembley four times. I had a, a pair of lucky Nike socks that I was wearing to the cup finals with holes in them. They were that um, bad, but they didn't end up being that lucky in the end. Uh, but they were in '91. They weren't then. But I don't have those socks anymore. Oh. Uh, so, so I'll have to just stick with the Wednesday shirt and 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 the uh, the, the black Calvin Klein's that I wore last match. Well, I had a bit of an issue before the Brighton match where I tried to iron my shirt, and James has gone <laughs> mad at me for this, right? But I uh, got left recently with a really really bad iron, and so I decided I'll put it on the lowest setting, iron my shirt so I don't like a scruff, and I actually burnt a hole straight through it uh, and had to scrape my shirt off my iron. So, because... so who irons a football oh, shirt? Oh, shut up. A good point. I've never heard anyone iron a football shirt. Otherwise, before. I'd be all creased. I bet Vic, you... Vic irons pants too. I do iron pants. There we go, you see, enough yeah. said. And tea towels. Uh, yeah. Tea towels. Not tea towels, yeah. just bed sheets and pants. What um, if someone picks up your tea towel and it's a little bit creasy? You'll be really embarrassed by that. I had to borrow my dad's shirt. I text my mum like, shit, mum, I've not got a shirt for today. What am I going to do? So she was like, oh, I'll bring your dad's old shirt. It's like it's the children's hospital one, but it's got nothing on the front. So I got it, you know, when the logos wouldn't stick on properly. Um, so I've got that shirt and I'm going to have to wear it again. I've got to. I can't not wear. I, like and tonight, I text mum saying, "Oh, how many Wednesday shirts have you got at home?" And she sent me a picture of probably fifty Wednesday shirts across this sofa. Just like take your pick, and I was like, "No, I can't. I need to wear the same one. I've got to wear the same one." So I'm going to be in my dad's Wednesday shirt on Saturday, living the dream. <laughs> so I've just timed that from Vic. That was one minute fifty eight seconds. Right, most of uh, the people who are listening to the podcast perked, <laughs> perked up when Rich started uh, talking about lucky pants, right? And thinking, oh, I can't wait to fix that. Oh, what's she going to describe? Oh, so lovely very, very lacy number, to a, no. a tiny scrap of lace nestling. No. no, none of this. All right, okay, fine. Um, so anyway, I've got uh, a, a matching. So I got three pairs of pants and three pairs of socks for Christmas uh, a year ago. Oh, no, a year ago, last Christmas. Um, and there are a three pack of Tommy Hilfiger pants. One's red, one's blue, and one's blue and red. So obviously Wednesday games, I have to wear the blue one. And yeah. I got three pairs of socks as well. And uh, one of them's blue, one of them's red, one of them's blue and red. So I'll be wearing my three-pack blue pants, three-pack blue socks. Uh, and they have served me well all season. I can't say they've been 100% because I've been and seen Wednesday lose. But for the most part, they've been trusty. So, um, yeah, I'll be, so I'll be wearing those. Uh, are you saying you, say you only or... wear those three pairs of pants now that you just rotate? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. 
No, I have. Uh, honestly, if you want to, if uh, Twitter, we'll see later on. I might do a, a full Twitter. <laughs> don't, it's, don't, it's, don't, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Do it. Do it. What about so the accessories part of the uh, the thing that I put on um, on the running order for yes. tonight is because I've got a lovely pearl necklace that I'm going. No, not really. Um, <laughs> So I'm talking about what are we taking to the game with us? Because, I mean, you guys, I've not really got involved in it, but you guys have been talking a lot about inflatables. And then there was this thing going around on Twitter, which is actually a really good idea. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, about depending on which block you're sitting in, which colour balloons you should look to take. So we look like we've got blue and white stripes in the crowd. Amazing. If if we could pull that off, not only would that be incredible, but we would prove to be the greatest set of fans in history because that, that only ever happens when the club basically lays out stuff on seats and people go, oh, what's this? And hold it up and everyone gets it right. Um, there's no way that that is going to work, but it's an amazing idea and I'm definitely going to try and be part of it. Um, in the meantime, we're going to do what Wednesday always do, which is take the most random selection of inflatables uh, that is possible to find. So I think Vic actually started this off when she found on eBay, what was it? Was it a, a stash a of inflatable a pickles? Yes. So I also have a competition for tonight. So I have a spare pickle. <laughs> oh Jesus! A very smiley, happy pickle. So, if you tweet us within the next day, and if you live within the Sheffield area, I will come and drop it off tomorrow night. Right? I have an inflatable oh dear, pickle. Oh dear! Oh dear! No, I will. I will. I'll I'll come and drop it off. That's fine. I get paid tomorrow. I can put petrol in. So, if you do the best hashtag, hashtag Garidos on fire. I will come and <laughs> drop you off a pickle. So do me your best, like David Garrido dance, hashtag Garrido's on fire, tweet it to the Wednesday week, and if I choose you, I will come and bring you a pickle tomorrow night. Is uh, is David Garrido allowed to enter that? Because no, I think he's got he a lives fairly in good chance. No, he lives in so London. So you've got you've got you to have, you've got to, to have an yeah, S postcode. An S postcode. I like an that S postcode. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. Can I? Um, can I, um, I? I can't afford to travel further than that. So just an S postcode will be fine. Would it not be easier to meet the winner at Wembley? No, no, no. I'll happily. I'll drop it off tomorrow. Just send us you your just, best just video. Inflate it's, it's it's just inflate it. Just lob it at them at Wembley. Just find out what seat number they are. Just launch it across the stadium. As long as it's not Private. fudge, because he's 14 miles away. Yeah, you'll be able exactly, to get it exactly. Fudge will enter, and then it's just it's all gone to cock, hasn't it? But no, tomorrow night, you let me know, and by 5pm tomorrow, I'll pick the best person and drop off a pickle. Might, I might so, enter that. Don't, I, don't I, you I, enter it. You're not allowed to I'm, enter um, it, you guys. I'm planning on buying a copy of The Star tomorrow to get my free clapper. Screw uh, that. You which have gone down really oh, well no. on Twitter, haven't there? So no. many really positive comments about, um, about that. No, that's a terrible idea, isn't it? That's what Leicester were doing all last um, season. I'll tell you what I am taking, though, is I am taking a large flag. Not like a flag with a stick, but just, you know, like a flag that you wrap around you. Because um, I'm, I'm thinking that that's quite good, because it will also keep me warm if it gets a little bit cold later in the evening. But oh, we've also but, agreed oh. you've got to keep it safe for the holiday. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're going to hang it off the balcony the, like British The balcony cats. scarf, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Vic. It was four quid on eBay. If I lose it, I'll just buy another one. <laughs> we've um, we've thought... also got a giant Jesus as well that we're going to turn into Ate on the way down. So let's see. Is that slightly blasphemous? To Ate? Well, uh, maybe to Ate, but I go to church and I think it's all right. So. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> just don't, don't take a crucifix or anything. That's taking it too far. Don't do that. Yeah, exactly. No, no. Just a giant Jesus and we're going to paint him in blue and white straps. 
So are you I'm saying just... that, that what you've got is your own inflatable Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, really? Oh, wow, that's amazing. Right, I'm all over that. I've got um, I've got a six foot stingray. So um, yes, <laughs> watch, watch what, what out for that. Six foot stingray is coming. Is that what you call it? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, I tell you what. As as long as there's uh, no members of Steve Irwin's family in Wembley, uh, we're going to be all right. I think. I'll get... Of course, if you're taking an inflatable down there with you as well, please. Tweet is a pic of you inflatable, and uh, we, we can, while it's hurtling at my face at ridiculous speeds, I'll say, oh, so-and-so said, boom, everybody's sorted. I actually have you... my inflatables in my hand as we speak. Um, so I, in my hand, I have a, a killer whale. Busty Barbara does not count as something you say. A, cro- a crocodile, a dolphin, and I also have my banana. Don't mention ban- Busty Barbara. And my banana in my hand. <laughs> this has just turned into like carry on inflatable, hasn't it? Absolutely. This is like, a totally different um, <laughs> podcast. This. I, you know, I was going to buy like a rubber ring inflatable that was blue and white striped, but, and I think this is really responsible of me, it had little plastic handles on. And I thought if I throw that, I could like, proper like catch someone on the head or something and knock them out. So I thought I'll, I'll not do that. No, Sting- Stingray's got that. It's coming at you. You know what? <laughs> no. Prepare your anus. That's it. <laughs> Uh, moving on to a, a slightly more serious topic, there has been sort of um, rumblings the whole way around social media gambit of um, the old stand-up sit-down debate. Mm. Oh dear! Uh, now, of course, there's lots and lots of young people out there um, that want to to stand up the whole way through the game. Um, there are lots, lots of sort of middle-aged type people who are probably where this argument's oh. coming from, and there's lots and lots of old folks that um, just just want to sit down and watch the football. Dare I ask where you are on this? Well, I am. Um, and bear in mind that I've been to, I think, all but one away game this season where obviously fans stand up all the way through away games. So for me, it's just when I'm not at Hillsborough, if I'm at a football match, I'm stood up. That's just normal for, for me. So for me, um, it, is, it is standing. And I, did, I put a tweet out earlier to other people in the block that I'm in. Uh, not that anyone who's actually in that block replied, but just saying everyone else that's in the same block, we're all going to stand, aren't we? Um, and I did. I got. I got a little bit of stick back. Um, so um, I'm not sure whether or not it's going to happen on the second tier. It looks like. It seems to be that the etiquette is that on the on the the lower tier, so tier one, everyone's going to stand up, and then tier two is a bit unknown. And I'm on. I'm on row one as well. So if the people behind me can't see, I've not got much choice in the matter. I'm not a complete git. I will sit down if people can't see behind me. Um, and then yes, tier, tier, tier three is where everyone must sit down and not speak a word. So that's like the grandstand, effectively. Tier three, you're not allowed to speak. It is a strange one. I mean, uh, obviously, I'm sure once everybody gets down there and the uh, the Wembley fever catches all the people and everybody gets in the mood, and of course it does depend on how the team is playing, but again, as Carlos has mentioned so many times, whatever happens, just like with the, the previous games, we need to get behind the team. We need to not moan when there's a wayward pass. We need to not moan if um, somebody scuffs a ball. We need to stick behind the team through the whole of this game. If we're 5-0 down in the first 10 minutes, we need to stick behind the team on this game. So please, I urge everybody, whatever happens, just keep chuffing singing. Singing and singing and singing. Whether you sat up or sat down. Um, you can't bounce when you sat down, can you? I'm just saying. I'm just saying you can't <laughs> bounce when you sat down. Unless, um, unless you're Vic's grandma. Yeah. Vic's oh. grandma. <laughs> yes, he you can. Flashback. Yeah. 
I don't remember it, but Rich can. It's fine. Yeah, I do. It was, it was uh, a definite moment, yeah. And if you've not got a clue what we're talking about, last week's outtakes. The Wednesday Week is proud to be associated with Cavendish Cancer Care. Cavendish is a sepial charity dedicated to improving the quality of life for people living with cancer. No one should face cancer alone, so Cavendish provides emotional support through counselling and complementary therapies. The services they provide are free of charge and are funded through donations. If you can help or would like to find out more information, you can go to www.cavcare.org.uk. That's C-A-V-C-A-R-E.org.uk. Um, right, so um, another little thing, a bit of a Wednesday news before we crack on with the um, the Wembley chat, shall we? Um, last week there was somewhat of a poll for the PFA Player of the Year award, which turned into somewhat of a battle. Now, ourselves and the Middlesbrough fans were voting for uh, Mr Fessy and whoever the chuffer was from Middlesbrough. Um, and first things first, Fessy rocketed into the lead with 60% of the votes. Then it sort of switched the other way around and we dropped right back down again, mainly due to the fact of the sod that is Bob Mortimer um, that uh, sort of popped this out there. So, the Wednesdayites came back. There was an epic, epic Twitter struggle. We all voted. It went over on Owlstalk. It went over on Owls Online. It went over on Facebook. It went over on Copend. It went over every chuffing way and we battled our way back. Now, with one minute left to go, it was 39-39. With 30 seconds left to go, Fessy was at 40% and the Middlesbrough chopper was at 39%. With 15 seconds left to go, it was 40-40. And then the vote closed. And the breath was held. And it was announced that Fessy had indeed won the PFA Player of the Year. And we all cheered and rejoiced. Woo! And then, it was rescinded. Now... I'm not usually a very cynical chap. <laughs> However, I was incredibly annoyed about this. Absolutely incredibly annoyed. Also, earlier on in the week, um, obviously there was the uh, the goal of the um, the season poll, um, and Sky had cleverly put two Wednesday players in the goal of the season um, to essentially, in my cynical view, split the Wednesday vote. I think Sky have realised what we do with votes, and I think we're getting a bit trampled on yeah boys and girls i'm a bit perturbed by it all they're a bunch of dickheads <laughs> i might not be as harsh as that but certainly i mean is it just me that might be just been a little bit that's that's what i tweeted last week that i thought they were... and i tweeted that i actually at sky as well <laughs> they're a bunch of dickheads so you know i left it at that <laughs> let's be honest here this uh, these sort of polls and we've talked about this on the podcast in the past um they these are just us having a bit of a laugh, isn't it? You know, let, let's get our man to the top, uh, irrespective of whether it is a true reflection of the way the world works, and that's fine. It's it is just as much fun to see that happen as it is frustrating to see the likes of four four two do their annual, you know, hundred best players outside. Uh, the Premier League, and to see players from Sheffield United and and, and Barnsley and Doncaster uh, somehow being above all but one of our players. So none of it matters. The important thing is that none of it matters. But it is bloody funny to see the Wednesday fans mobilise and uh, take over these votes. So, yeah, I'm almost certain that Sky knew exactly what they were doing when they split the Wednesday vote. I'm almost certain that the PFA's uh, web team understood that 
there was just huge surges of votes coming uh, just because it was Fessy. Because let's be honest here, and you know, look, we're all friends, we're all Wednesday fans, right? There is, there's no real reason to suggest that Fernando Forestieri was head and shoulders above Daniel Ayala or um, any of the other players for that vote. The fact was that we were voting because he was Wednesday and we just wanted to, to win some more stuff. It's not even a real vote because it's voted for by the fans. And let's be honest, we're fans, were stupid. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so honestly, no, zero fucks were given as far as I was concerned. I was a little bit upset when they announced Fessy as the winner and then uh, somehow then uh, decided that there were loads of other votes that weren't counted because I'm pretty sure they tried doing that in like, you know, presidential elections and things in the US where yeah. things actually mattered. Um, and, and it, you know, and it didn't work. So um, that was a little bit, uh, yeah, a little bit frustrating, but you know what? I really hope that it matters to Fessy. I really hope that he went to bed that night going, they have ruined it for me. You know, that was my award and they've taken it from me. I will show them the real power of Fernando Forestieri. <laughs> and this you know, gives him another reason to dominate on Saturday. How oh, very He-Man. Well, I thought you were going to see He-Man routine there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eddie, you've um, got yourself some nice new songs for us all to sing, haven't you, Obi? Look, so... There's something about Wednesday fans that we're not always the most original, but, you know, because we do. We take songs from other places and we make them our own. But I think we are the masters at popularizing songs. We we take them from places that people haven't necessarily heard them and we turn them into something special. Um, and so I thought, yeah, you know, look, I'm, I'm a guy who is known on a Wednesday week for, for you know, for opening with a song. Um, perhaps I can go out there and think. Think about ways that we can create new songs for the heroes that we are making at Wembley. Um, and so I put together a little package. Yeah, this uh, sort of showed up in our Dropbox. I'm not going to edit it in the slightest. Here you go. So the first song that uh, I thought of was um, something that could really show our chairman uh, that, that we love him. All right. So uh, you know, this is one for... Uh, Dave on Chancery, and I, I think he's going to get the message that we're really thankful for everything he's done for us so far. Here come the odds, Dave on Chancery is a tuna fish gangster, Chancery. Excuse me, Mr. Chairman, Chancery. Keep on in the hours. Yeah, so I think that pretty much sums that one up. Um, so you've got to learn that one. Um, so yeah, okay, so next one. Um, this might have worked a bit better uh, when uh, in January when he'd, he'd, his loan had expired and uh, we wanted to, to get Norwich to, uh, to agree to a permanent move. But I think this one still works pretty well. So uh, have a listen, see what you think. Come back Hope I come back Come back, Hooper, come back, but a bye, but a bye, bye, but a bye, but a bye, bye. I must admit I was a clown when I picked Lucas Shaw, but that doesn't mean that you have to leave town. Come back with your number 14 and your DVD collection of Norwich City. Come back. 
There you go. Perfect. So, you know, what striker wouldn't uh, want a bit of Pato Banton uh, in their life? So, um, yeah, so that's that's one for Gary Hooper. Anyway, so uh, moving on, we've got a lot of songs for Barry Bannon. Let's be honest here. Um, but I don't think that we're, we're, we're reaching him the way that we need to. So I came up with this that I think is going to become a huge terrace favourite. you see uh, managed to get Gary Hooper in there as well so you know that that works for, for both players doesn't it anyway um so that got me thinking uh, what about our other strikers so uh, we've mentioned Lucas Yao before um uh, we've just done Gary Hooper what about Atty Nuiu you know that he needs the right sort of song to really inspire him to be the impact sub that we know he can be so uh, this one is for Atty my goal-scoring baby is driving me crazy My obsession for an Austrian, my big, big Dave My Hillsborough Romeo, he's a tall, tall guy from head to toe But again in line, gonna make him mine Five, six, seven, Dave! Hard to see how that can be improved in any way, shape or form Now, I wanted to do something for the little master himself, Fernando Forestieri And I couldn't come up with something But luckily for all Owls fans uh, Kate on Owls Talk came up with something that I think gets to the heart of Fernando and his Latin temperament, his passion, uh, and, and basically everything he is. So, uh, Kate, thank you for this. You wrote it, I record it. He'll make you take your shirt off and go dancing in the stands. He'll make you live a crazy life and be bouncing with a band. Back to Premier League land, come on, upside, inside out, Fernando Forestieri, he'll run and take you down, Fernando Forestieri, his shots are hot and red, and his shirt is nice and sweaty, he will wear you out, Fernando Forestieri. I don't think that could be faulted, can it? So, um, yeah, while we're on the subject of Kate, Kate also tried to get a chant going at Brighton. Um, and it, it didn't work. I'm going to be honest with you. It could have gone better. But I actually think it deserves so much more love. And it is for possibly the best-looking member of the Sheffield Wednesday family, other than Lord Hillsborough, of course, um, Vincent Sasso. Uh, he, he doesn't have a song yet, and I think he deserves some love. So um, this one's really easy for everyone to get involved with. So if you hear this at Wembley, I expect you to fully get up and chant it. In fact, I demand it. 
so sasso, he's gotta be so sasso, he's gotta be big and strong, enough to turn me on. Legitimately can't see any reason why any Wednesday fan wouldn't be completely comfortable singing that song at Wembley. So let's hear it. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Big Malk off of Al's Talk. Uh, he, he joined the party with an ode to midfield maestro Kieran Lee, which I've recorded here. But we caught him on the counter. Akira Lee. Saw me banging in the corner. Akira Lee. I even added extra power. Akira Lee. I celebrated on camera. Akira Lee. Love that. Uh, I actually included it more because I just enjoy going, Akira Lee. Akira Lee. Repeatedly. So, excellent. Uh, one final one because there's a player who has given his all for Sheffield Wednesday and he's got a song that gets sung an awful lot um, even when he doesn't play. So he should really be thankful. But uh, for me, I think we need to sum up the emotion that we all have, the love that we all have for this player. Uh, and the only way that I can do it is in song. Let me play for you forever. Would you pass if I asked for a pass? Would you run and always track back? Now would you die for the team you love? Would you score some goals tonight? Would you tremble if I two foot your hips? Would you cry? Oh, please tell me this. Now would you die for the team you love? Because I'll break your arms tonight. And I can be some middle, baby. And I can tackle them all day. And I will be an owl forever You can pick me for wolves away uh, Next thing, looking towards the actual team for um, the Wembley game um, It's been re uh, revealed that Mr McGreedy um, shan't be playing for the Wednesdays at all McGeedy there's no R. Greedy. Sorry. Yes, but I mean, it's not. It's not surprise, is it? No, I don't. I don't like to sort of bag on anybody that's that's one of my shit. And he has shown flashes of wonderfulness, but I don't think it's going to be a big miss, is it? No. Has he shown flashes of wonderfulness? Like, has he? Uh, he had 10 it, minutes it, away at Bristol away. City where oh, we were oh, absolutely terrible. Do you know, now you Jay, mention it. How good was he at Wolves Away? No! <laughs> I'll tell you something, Michael Turner was shit at Wolves Away. Oh, for God's sake! Absolutely you know what? This is, is going to bite you. When, when Leuven's is injured in the warm-up and Sasso's hair has uh, had a horrible colouring accident <laughs> and Turner, uh, like, he's there 
You're going to be like, oh, I always rated you, Michael Turner. I never thought you were shit. It's all right. We've got James Kay in the stands. We'll get him out. He's going to be better than Michael <laughs> Turner. Um, right then, Legend. So we've already uh, mentioned that Mr. McGeady shan't be joining us at Wembley, but uh, who do we think will be? I think I think Hutch has got to start after coming out at Brighton and... Uh... Um, shit yeah, yeah, could, could, not, could not agree yeah. more. Could not agree yeah. more. He should have started that game, and and you know yeah. we, we talked we talked about this before, didn't we? I'd have started him in the first game, yeah. and ultimately I'd probably been wrong to do that. But um, yeah, Hull are dangerous, aren't they? You know they've got some good players. Mm-hmm. We need Hutch in that in that in that team, and I think the rest of the team pretty much picks itself, doesn't it? You start with with yeah. Hooper, um, the midfield picks itself. You've got to play Wallace. Um, you know, he basically single-handedly took us through, didn't he? Um, and the the back four picks itself as well. The rest, of the, t- the the only question mark really is is about that um, defensive midfield role, and it's it's got to be Hutch for me. That's the thing, though, hasn't it? Like went into the second leg at Brighton, like oh my god, we need to defend this lead, so play Hutch. But as it stands, like Lopez is more attacking, so we need to win this game. We need to win it. So are we not better with Lopez? I don't no. know. Is that controversial? We, 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 we win more games with Hutch playing than we do with Lopez playing. We were in crap form at the back end of the season when Lopez was playing. However good he played, we were in rubbish form. Um, and Hutch is just integral to how the team plays. And we, we are more attacking with Hutch in the team because the, the fullbacks can push forward. We talked about this the other week. Uh, it's it's Hutch all day long. He's a better footballer uh, at the, uh, in this league, at this level, in this kind of game. He's a better footballer than Lopez. This, this is his game, isn't it? I, com- I completely agree, but I'm just playing devil's advocate. Like... It's, a fair, it's a fair point. And, and, you know, when you've got Lopez on the bench, maybe if you if you need to change things around, he's an option that you can bring on and change the game. You, you can't start Lopez and bring Hutch on to change the game, um, but you can do it the other way around. And, um, you know, I think, I think Lopez does give us a good option from the bench. But I, I just think that if you, if you, when you talk about the spine of our team this season, you talk about Westwood in goal, you talk about Tom Lees, you talk about Hutch, you talk about Fessy, and you talk about Bannon and Hooper. They're, they've been the spine of the team. Lopez hasn't been the spine of the team. He, he, he got his place because um, Hutch was out ill or injured or whatever he was at the, at the time. And he did a good job, but he, he didn't make himself a part of the spine of the team. This is, this is shit or bust. This is the must win game there is uh, there's no way that at this point you try and second guess what the opponents are going to do and you don't settle for uh you know for second best or for what has been working you look for the players who can make an impact who can absolutely put their stamp on this game and you're absolutely right it's 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 the spine of the team that gives us our best chance to win we need kieran westwood playing his absolute best tom lees has been an absolute god this season and that will continue uh Dieri, bannon lee hooper the, you know, this is the team that will get us promotion and hutch is the player that can make a difference in the middle of the park i think it's it's always a risk with hutch does he break down with an injury maybe does he get a silly booking and leave us on tenterhooks and not what he's got at a 10 men? Yes, maybe. We've got Alex Lopez on the bench to cover for those scenarios. And I'm not scared to pull Hutch off and bring Alex Lopez on. That is strength in depth. That is what we need as a football team. But we've got to start this game with Hutch because he will put the fear of God into Hull City uh, and he will dominate that midfield. And, and like you say, that that will create the space that we need. The most, everything that we have achieved this season 
has been through freeing up our two attacking fullbacks to get forward, uh, start pulling players around and creating space for Bannon and Forestieri and Hooper. Uh, you know, I knew you and you out. You know, our attacking players thrive on the de- the defense, the defense, the defense not being able <laughs> to just play two banks of four and sit in in front of the play. That you know, they are. Uh, they're terrified of the idea of a free-flowing Wednesday team, and Hutch gives us that, you know, that I think, capability. I think, besides you saying you you wouldn't be scared to pull Hutch off, which I don't believe you just said. No, if you're no. <laughs> hey, you know what? I would I would pull both Hutch and Sasso off if it de- if the you know, Premier League depended on it. difference. If they were both on on, on bad bookings, who wouldn't? But seriously, um, no, I just I just think oh, it's Hutch's game. This it's it's, it's kind of game. It's one game. We don't. We don't have to worry about is he going to be suspended the next game, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's all into next season. It's 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 literally about one game, ninety minutes, plenty of extra time or whatever else. But it's just one game. It is one game, but it's one that has been banded to be the richest football match of all time, hasn't it? There is a an incredible prize at stake for this, not just us getting to scream and shout and make a lot of noise and be really, really happy that we're back. I'm going to say where we should be, but there's a lot of chuffing money involved in this game, isn't there, boys and girls? That's that's dead true. It's I mean, the figures ranging from 170 to, to 200 million. Without doubt, it's the biggest ever game in the Football League, possibly the biggest ever game in in English football, really, in terms of the uh, the difference in the amount of money that you would get from winning to if you're losing. And that makes it the biggest game in the history of Sheffield Wednesday, whatever other games we've had. And of course, the semi-final in 93 will feel bigger to us in our hearts. But in terms of the reward, um, the good thing is, though, here's another couple of stats for you. We are unbeaten at Wembley since 1993, um, which is good. And uh, we are unbeaten in the new Wembley completely. We've never lost at the new Wembley. <laughs> so, um, so there anything that's going to do the job, Jay. Anything that's <laughs> going to keep us happy and running about. But no, it, 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 brilliant. Absolutely can't wait for it. Um, I, I can only imagine what the players are going through right now. It's unbelievable, isn't it? They must be on cloud nine. And and the team spirit that's going around the team at the moment is just. You can you can you can see it, can't you? You can feel it. it it's what's got the fans involved, and it's 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 brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant, and. I'm just wondering if Hull have that same sort of oomph behind them because they are in takeover talks at the moment, aren't they? Um, the the fans that I've been um, annoying <laughs> over there on Twitter um, about obviously their failure to sell all their tickets within seconds um, don't seem too enamoured with the club than the uh, the present regime there at the moment, and it can only work in our favour, can't it? They have. The Premier League pedigree. You know, let's remember they came this time last year. They were getting relegated. They were a Premier League club in all but name. So they know what it takes. They have the quality. Uh, they understand exactly what is needed. What I doubt is that they have uh, the team spirit that we do. Uh, I doubt that their fans have. Let's be honest here, just that that longing, that urging, that need to get back to where we are. 16 years is a long time. And I know Hull waited a long time to be in the Premier League, but that for them was their journey. This is our journey back. And it means more to us 
than any Hall fan that steps inside the stadium on Saturday and what it means to our players who are hungry. There isn't a single one of them who have experienced this, of this magnitude, with this backing. This is everything. If it's on desire, we win at a canter. We know it's not just on desire, but the team and the players are all facing in the right direction. We just have to keep walking. I've never been so certain that we are going to do this. I can't imagine waking up on Monday morning, um, uh, sorry, Sunday morning, and waking up on Monday morning and Tuesday morning, uh, not being a Premier League team and not having the the, the climax of the season that we all uh, dreamed of. This is, we want it too much, don't we? There is no way that we can lose this game with this amount of desire behind us. All we have to do is go out and take it. I really just hope and pray that that we all turn up on the day, we bring everything we have, and that we get the right result. I, I think as fans, we, we'll give this everything we've got. It means so, so much to everybody. Um uh, and again, I've mentioned I mentioned it the last couple of weeks, especially you know, mentioned to, about kids, Red's kids, my kids. You know, it just it means so much to, to 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 just to them, just to see you know to to see their team at Wembley, let alone actually potentially win it, which would just be so amazing. That with the time we'd have, it, it'd be just the best day ever. And it has to be said that uh, Mr. Santieri seems to be doing his part as well, doesn't he? Um, he has got tickets for all of the staff um, that work at Sheffield Wednesday. The, uh, the office staff are in boxes, right down to uh, the, the staff that take the tickets on the gates. He's trying to get the entire club involved in this. And I How think nice is that, though? That is amazing. That is that's fantastic. so, so nice. I heard and this well is not that, the, that he's booked out, is it the entire floor of the Hilton Hotel for all the, for all the staff as well? So yeah. we've got an entire floor of the, uh, of the, of the Hilton. So it's not just the players that are feeling this, it's the club, isn't it? It's the, the whole thing, everybody is pulling in the right direction. And, and, and it has to say, Mr Chantiri, he's doing more than his part to make this happen. I know there's a prize at the end of it for him, don't get me wrong, but he doesn't have to do this kind of thing, does he? he doesn't, he's not forced to do this kind of thing. And it's incredible that he feels, after just a year of being in charge of Sheffield Wednesday, that it just shows how much he's... He's involved with the club. He, he, I'm going to say, I, th- I honestly do think he, he loves this football club. This is why I can't imagine um, us not completing the job here. I, I, it's not that I can't imagine us not not winning, not beating Hull. I can't, it's not that I can't imagine something going wrong and us not not getting what we need and want and deserve. But I know that I can. I'm going to walk out of Wembley no matter what on Saturday, knowing that. Um, the, what has been broken for so long is completely fixed. And that if we don't make it this year, what we're actually going to do is is put even more fire uh, under the meat that is on the fire. Uh, because Chancery's going to score more goals yeah, the, in the, the More net. goals are going to get scored in the net <laughs> next season. Because this is quite clearly... Uh, Dave on Chancery has... Uh, he's shown what this is all about. This is not about making a quick book. This is not about doing it on the cheap. This is about creating a, a, you know, a legacy for him and hopefully something he's going to pass on to his, his family. This is, you know, if we don't do it this year, 
then he's going to come back even more committed to doing it and continuing the journey next year. So, you know what? I, I was driving back home today and I thought about if we're still playing 46 games next season, I'm not going to be upset because I love playing football in the championship. It's great. And the reason I love it is because we've always been on this journey back under Dave von Chancery and things keep getting better and better and better. The away days get better. The home game gets better. The pitch gets better. The, the crowds get bigger. The experience of being an owl is getting better and better and better and better all the time. You know what? If we win on Saturday, we hot shot our way all the way. You know, that is, that is job done. That is mission accomplished. But if we don't, doesn't mean the mission goes away. All it means is that we have another year to build to it more organically and you know he is not going to rest until we are back where we belong and next year we celebrate our 150th anniversary now we'll either celebrate that in the premier league and that's what we all hope and if we don't we will celebrate it by getting back to the premier league of that i have no doubt whatsoever so go to wembley if you're not at wembley watch at home cheer with every fiber of your being but if it doesn't happen don't despair because that just means there's another chapter in the journey and the moment when it happens will be even sweeter than it will be when we win on Saturday. Absolutely. Well said. Well Absolutely. said. Um, right then, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to bring us to an end of this week's show. When we reconvene, yes! hopefully we shall be a premiership podcast and um, we shall be up there with the big boys. Um, uh, Victoria, my darling, um, first of all, where can people find you on Twitter? You can find me at Victoria1867. Um, I also have read a wonderful article from you today, my <laughs> sweet surprise. Um, obviously, your hopes and dreams for the football club. And if people would like to read said article, where can we find that? So I am also an official writer for the72.co.uk. And when I took on the job, it was like, yeah, that's wonderful, brilliant. But I'm kind of hoping it finishes in a week. As much as I love the guys that I write with. Yeah, exactly. As much as, like, the guys that I write with are wonderful. Like, I can't wish for a better group of people. And it's it's great. Like, but I really, really hope that I never have to speak to them again after signing <laughs> <laughs> But they all know that. And they're fine. They're all Leeds fans, to be fair. So they're, they're all okay. Um, but yeah, so you can find my latest thing. It's on our Twitter. I've retweeted it and stuff because I get paid if people click on it. So go and click, click on, on it. For Vic. Yeah, loads of times, please. Think of all the pickles that she'll have. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, don't forget the pickle. If you want me to come round to your house, I will come round to your house tomorrow night <laughs> if you send us a good like video of you doing the gorrito. Hashtag Garrido's on fire, and I will come round and bring you a free Wednesday week pickle. <laughs> um, Rich, oh boy, if people want to find you over there on Twitter, where can we do that? You can find me at Dickie Owl. Um, I've already entered my hash Garrido's uh, on fire uh, entry. <laughs> I am not coming to your house. Like, that's uh... just pathetic. And there was no need for you to do that in a thong, Richard. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 well, that's that's the that's the one I sent to you, uh, Lord Elswood, not, not everybody else. Was that my own personal uh, version? Fantastic. Was it your own personal one? 
Yeah, but Riley Riley decided, my son Riley decided to have a go and then Reese chucked in the Louvans at the end as well. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. brilliant. I love the Louvans. <laughs> but that is on uh, on TWW Cast the, on the Twister account tonight. So, have a look at it. Fantastic. Uh, James, oh boy, if you want to get all of your incredibly smart, not drunken at all analysis, where can we do that? Hobby? Do you know, before we go tonight, I, I, I feel like I want to play a game. Um, because you know that there, used, there was this craze that went around the um, the internet a while ago about people that had names that were a bit like song lyrics, that someone would find them on Facebook and send them a message and then take a screenshot <laughs> of it. Yes. Well, there's been, yes. there's been some people doing that, finding people with Wednesday-related names. So I, I'm, I'm going to tell you the name. You need, you need to finish off the song, all right? Some of these are quite easy, some aren't. So these are actual, supposedly, people's names that people have screenshot and, and put on Twitter. So the first one, the first name is Bar, and the second name is Nan. So, Barry Bannon. Bannon. So, you would fit that in. We've got Barnan. Uh, the second yeah. one, first name is Carlos. His surname is Hadder. <laughs> Dream! Dream! Right, okay. They get, they get better. Football team. They get better. Um, this person, first name, Juan. Second name, Banana. Two Banana. Three Banana. Three Banana. Three Wednesday. Yes. Two, two more on. to go. This one's my personal favourite. First name, Ivana. Second name, Tell. Ivana Tell. Yeah, you. <laughs> and finally, finally, first name, <laughs> Hannah. Second name, Lulu. Wednesday. Yes, I get That's incredible. I've also, got, I've also got a tweet of the week. I know I've not done it for ages, but I couldn't resist not using that this week. Tweet of the week comes from Barry Bannon, who this evening has tweeted an amazing video of his niece and nephew singing his song. And the only way I can do it justice is if we just play it. We've just got to play it. We've got Bannon, Barney Bannon. I just don't bet you understand. The little Scottish man is better than Zidane. We've got Barney Bannon! You've got to come Barney how cute is that? That's so amazing. Cute, but you see, they could have got away because my alternative lyrics to that song are a wee Scottish man, he's better than his nan. They could actually have sung that because they'll know his she nan. She lives in a caravan. I, I always accidentally <laughs> sing the nan version of it when we do it. Anyway, so that's my tweet of the week. Uh, to answer your original question, Lord H, you can get me on Twitter, at James Marriott, uh, and in Euston from 11 on Saturday. Come on, Wednesday. Amazing, absolutely amazing. Uh, Eddie, or Bean, if people want to go to you, where can we do that over there on the Twitterage? So, uh, from now until Friday, and um, to be honest, from Friday until the rest of my life, I am at Coffin <laughs> Charms on Twitter. You will find me in Covent Garden on Friday night. Tweet, tweet me. Me and Vic are out. We'll come up for a drink. So, tweet us. Uh, Saturday. We are going to JJ Moons in Kingsbury. It's north of Wembley. It's counterintuitive, but it means you'll get a drink. You'll get to hang out with a lot of Wednesday fans, and it's going to be a, a top quality atmos. And then from 3.30, I'll be at Wembley from 4.15, 4.30, whenever time it is. I will be in block 231 of two, the three, C... 231 Massive! 231 Massive! 
block 231 of the Steve Simonson end of Wembley <laughs> been officially named <laughs> the Simonson end. Watch out. Uh, there's a ball due to come back down to earth at some point during the game. Don't get hit I'm by it. I'm going to wear like an American football hat. Just yes, in case. seriously. Seriously. <laughs> Right. Anybody in block 531 might find the ball. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, 1993, we've all got our memories. Let's let's not dwell on the past. Let's make some more memories. We've got kids like Rich's kids, like my kids. There's loads of people in their, in their teens, in their 20s, who've never seen... I've got my James. ...they win anything let's make some new memories let's remember this weekend for the rest of our lives we're all wednesday aren't we of course we can't leave uh, without saying of fudge has passed on his most incredible good wishes for this uh, podcast <laughs> unfortunately he couldn't be here this evening if you would like to get hold of fudge you can do that at dan fudge over there on twitter and if you're not following for tough sake get over there he's hilarious honestly he's the funniest person I follow on Twitter um, if you like all of me over there on Twitter you can go at Lord L zero rd underscore h you can get all the podcast at TWWcast as well if you do see a muff being waved about whilst you're down at Wembley go and say hello um there is no way to end this podcast, ladies and gents. We don't need to tell you what to do. Of course we don't. We all know our job. As Beastie said, we expect the players to leave everything on the pitch. And we, as fans, need to leave everything we can to support our team. This is what the podcast is for. This is what the social medias are for. This is what all the forums have always been for. We've got a job to do. Let's do it. Be good. Be safe. And we will see you real soon. <laughs> So, what about uh, Rich? Yes. Yeah, no, we did, Rich. We've done yeah. Do you hear me? Did we? Yes, hello. Yeah. Yes, we talked about my tickets across the pool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm, like, I'm trying to get Paw Patrol on Netflix. I'm, I'm all over the place. <coughs> sorry. Okay, okay. Um... <laughs> the Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.